Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. As we had spoke last week, we spoke this week. The Christian church cannot be conceived of without the concept of charity. Charity is so ingrained within our very soul, so ingrained within our very foundations, not because Jesus taught about charity, but not because Jesus espoused charity, but because Jesus Christ himself is charity given unto us by God the Father Almighty. The Father has given us His Son. He has given us His Christ, our Messiah, as payment for our sins. Jesus is the propitiation for our souls. And then God tells us why. That we might have life and have it to the fullest. And not just that we would have eternal life. But Jesus Christ is given unto us so that we will have temporal life as well. That we will be able to fulfill our callings in the kingdom of God. That we will be able to be fathers and husbands and children and mothers and wives and cousins and bankers and shoemakers and bakers and astrophysicists. And someday maybe even be retired, if that is your calling. But life, full life, is marred. It's marred by sin and violence and perjury and greed and addiction and disadvantage. Jesus tells us, that there's a wealthy landowner who hired men to work in his, his vineyard, to work in his, his kingdom. He found some immediately. He says to them, early in the morning, hour zero, you go and, and work in my vineyard and I will pay you a denarius. A denarius was a small silver coin that was minted for just such occasion. It is believed to be the beginning of, of the monetary system as we know it. He didn't find enough men, and so he goes out later to the third hour and he finds more and he hires them, and he goes out into the sixth hour. Half the day is, is already spent and gone, and he hires more. He goes out again into the ninth hour, and as late as the eleventh hour, he's still hiring men to go into his fields to work, which is, by the way, unheard of. It's interesting to note that no agreement of payment was given to the 11th hour guys. He doesn't even say, I'll give you what you're worth. He doesn't say, I'll give you what's right. He just says, you go work on the fields, man. Go, just go. The day comes to a close. The vineyard owner aligns everyone up. He has the foreman line them up. And to the 11th hour guy, he gives a, de a denarius. An entire day's wages. He does the same for the nine hours and the six hours and the three years and everybody's happy. Until the guys that worked all day. They show up and they're like, you have made all of those other people equal to us. And it's easy because we've heard this story so many times and we know what we know what Jesus is getting at. We know the moral of the story. It's so easy for us to look at those first people and go, tis, 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 shame on you. 
You had no right to believe that you would be given anything more. Nothing was promised to you more. You were given what you, what you wagered for. But man, can I sympathize. <laughs> it's an odd story, really. I mean, nobody gets paid for 12 hours of work if you only do one hour's worth of work. These other guys, they've been out in the hot sun all day. Their clothes are drenched in sweat. Their hands are cracked and bleeding. They've earned their pay. If the vineyard owner was fair, he would have given to those late workers only what they deserved. If he was a fair boss, he should have paid them a, a twelfth of a denarius. He could have taken one of those denarius and cut it into pieces and given each one of them just a little shard. Just enough to cover what they had actually done. That's how we live in the world. For the most part, we sort of live by a time clock. You get paid for the amount of, of, of work you, you put in and, and not one minute more. And not one minute less either. Fair is fair. Just is just. The thing of it is, is God's not fair. God's not fair. We often are given more than what we deserve. I often sort of look at my life and, and think, wow, I cannot believe where I am, where I live. I cannot believe the, the, the house, the, the wife, the, the children, as much as they drive me nuts sometimes, they still tend to be pretty good kids. And I look at my life and go, I don't really deserve this. Born to the, to the wealthiest society that the world had ever seen. At one of the best times, even with the virus, I mean, it's not the plague, right? I've sinned against God since I was a child. I've done some truly horrible and terrible things. I have not loved God with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbor as myself. I rarely treat my family and my coworkers with the kind of respect that they deserve all the time. And yet God takes our time cards as we hand it in and go, look at what I've done. And God takes that time card and just tears it in half and throws it under the ground. Because that time card not only has those good things that I think I've done, or at least the things that I, I ought to have done, the things I think I'm proud of, but it also has all of those things that I didn't do right and all of the things where I fell short. In fact, if you study your time card honestly, you'll see it's, it's probably got a lot more holes in it than you'd prefer. And you realize I haven't really done all that much. And God reaches out and takes that time card and he tears it in half. And what God hands back to us is much greater than, than something like a full day's wages. He hands us a back something more than we could have ever dreamed of. He says, here, take life. Life in the fullest. Take the eternal life that I have purchased for you. I have given you my life for yours. I have redeemed you. Here is a new life for you now, and not just a new life for you now, but I have reserved you a place 
for new life and eternity. And no, you didn't earn it. And no, you didn't deserve it. But I desired to give it to you. It was God's desire that you should have it. And he says, I wanted to give it to you because it wasn't anything that you would be able to earn on your own. And it makes me happy to give it to you. And the people who had only worked for an hour were shocked. And the people who had put in 12 hours were shocked. But that landowner of that vineyard was happy. And he calls us friend. And the owner of that vineyard was happy because he was, he was able to show kindness. Which is what he desired to do. Even those who had only had the opportunity to work for, for one measly little hour. They had families to feed. They had children who needed clothes. Debts that needed to be serviced. And he gave unto them as well. How generous to be able to have everlasting resources and then to be generous and lavish with those resources. He was able to do it. He desired to do it. He was glad to do it. And our response unto the landowner is thank you. And when the hired man stretches out his hand to be paid, he wasn't given what he was deserved. He didn't give him what he had earned. He was given so much more. And so too, when it happens, when we receive from the hand of God. He bids us to put out our hand and receive. Receive what I have to give to you. Receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Receive the prayers and the praise of your God. And when God bids us to put out our hands, they never come back empty. He gives unto us more than we could ever ask for. More than we'd ever deserved. Oftentimes more than we'd even hoped. Our God, who loves us so much that he would pay all of our expenses that we might inherit life and have it forever. In God's name we pray. Amen.